0: Hey, babe. Yeah, babe. It's been a doozy of a day. Did you watch something last night? Tucker and Dale versus Evil.
1: So weird. I watched that last night, too.
0: It's so good, right?
1: It's the best.
0: We love it. It's a
1: fun, silly little goof movie. Right? Not a goofy movie. Very different. Very
0: different. Stand up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There are, unfortunately, no musical bits in this movie, but... That'd be dope. Here we are.
0: Yeah. So we wanted to start march off on kind of like a lighter fun note a comedy of errors but like horror you know
1: winter has been rough the movies we've been covering have been rough
0: lots of yeah lots of uh, very strong points we've had to make lots of um (laughs) controversial topics we've had to talk about so we just wanted to start this one off have like a little palate cleanser start start this month off with like a A lighter movie.
1: Yeah, just keep it nice and chill for a sec.
0: Yeah, so let's go to West Virginia.
1: Yeah. West Virginia. (laughs) God,
0: there's so many opportunities for singing.
1: We could have done some John Denver up in this, but here we are. Bless. So, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. This was, yeah, 2010. First movie from basically everybody on the production side. Well... Most of the major people in the production. It's side.
0: 2010, but like the fashion in it kind of sets us back to like 2000, I guess a couple years, because like the girls are dressed a lot like like Paris Hilton. Yeah, it, it and is
1: very Paris the, Hilton. The yeah.
0: the main guy who's wearing the polo with the popped collar, like the brightly colored polo. With the pop collar. Like the fashion made me think that we were in like the earlier, like 2000s, you know? Or like mid, I guess. It's
1: like 2006, 2007. Yeah. American, American Eagle.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It's not
1: Abercrombie, there's no stripes. But goddamn, is it all ugly? It's as som- sin
0: It's somewhere in the middle there because I forget her name. The one who wears the heels. Oh, she's very Abercrombie and Fitch.
1: She is. She's
0: got like I think she's got the little like denim skirt boom, 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 and. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> are you singing LFO? Maybe light funky ones or something. Did you know that that's what it, LFO stands for? Yeah. Did you know I... two
1: out of three of them are dead?
0: Okay. This is supposed to be a light episode. <laughs> Calm down. I refuse. I realize that we're literally called horror babes, but we don't have to do that right now.
1: My brand is strong.
0: Fair. I can't I can't argue with that.
1: I wouldn't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the looks, the looks.
0: Yeah.
1: Oof, yeah. It's funny, we just did I guess I just did the cell with Shannon, where the mm-hmm. looks are all perfect, and this one
0: This one's cringy, but that's just because two thousand five to two thousand 12 12 was cringy as far as like yeah. fashion goes. Who knows what the hell we were doing? We had
1: like a good long mile of bad fashion.
0: Yeah. I mean, this was like the the time of juicy juicy yeah. suits.
1: So, you want to talk about the movie? I
0: guess we should, you know. Yeah. Um you guys you guys know what's about to go down. We're going to talk about plot and then we're going to do a little bit of an analysis and we're just, you know, we'll try not to talk too much more about the fashion, but it is strong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is hideous.
0: Honestly, the best dressed are the quote unquote hillbillies okay. in this film. We're done.
1: We're done with the clothes right okay, now. I'm Let done. Me do okay, I'm done. I just
0: really like overalls, okay, and flannel and the tattoos. I,
1: I was wearing overalls yesterday.
0: I'm aware. There's a reason I'm dating you. You're not an idiot. Aw. cute. <laughs> anyway, take us away with plot before I Jesus just keep going. Christ, you have to Jesus cut me Christ, off five about of this overalls. Shit.
1: Huh. okay, 2010. We have Tucker and Dale versus Evil.
0: But really 2005 because of the fashion?
1: Do you want to go back in the bunker?
0: As long as you feed me.
1: I won't this time.
0: Oh. See? Yikes. Okay. Okay, fine. All right, fine. I will shut up. It's just I haven't had social interaction from being in the
1: bunker. They're not literally here. The audience, they can't hurt you. They can't see you.
0: (laughs) I'm going to call social services on you.
1: Please do. Take me away. I'm done.
0: Okay, you better go. I'm about to start talking about fashion again.
1: Okay, 2010, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Directed by Eli Craig. This is his feature debut as a director. Co-written by him and Morgan Jurgensen, or Jurgensen, I do not know. I refuse to learn how to pronounce Norse names correctly, or Nordic names correctly. It's just not on my to-do list. It's okay.
0: You've done well in the past. It's because other... I just make
1: it sound silly.
0: Like when we did Midsummer.
1: Yeah, I was doing a bit. Oh. Did it sound right?
0: I mean, I bought it, so I guess oh. the bit worked. I don't know. You sold it.
1: <laughs> it's because I think Nordic sounds silly. Okay, so Eli Craig, Morgan Jurgensen. Jurgensen, who knows? First time for both of them with a feature, at least one that was produced, as far as I know. We have Tyler Labine, a great Canadian comedic actor. Uh, we have Alan Tudyk, America's, one of America's greatest absolute treasures, as Dale and Tucker. like to do that in reverse. We have Katrina Bowden who you would know as Sari from 30 Rock, but in this movie plays Allison or Allie our female lead and Jesse Moss is Chad.
0: Chad. Of course his name is Chad, Chad. the guy with the brightly colored polo. Chad. He just sounds good. It just like just sounds gross, good when like
1: That with that gross vocal fry on it.
0: Oh yeah, and like these these tropes that they're they're playing up. Oh, it's it's so just it's, it's so perfect. perfect. It's,
1: it's on the nose, but it's Chad. Like,
0: Chad. Chad. It's Chad. just like it's it's a it's it's on the nose.
1: Very much is so. Is what it is. Uh but yeah, this is a full on this is a great little indie
0: and you can tell that a lot of pros have worked on this movie because yeah, it is like a, a comedy. so maybe like cinematography and stuff like that might go go to the wayside, but still, there are some really great shots in this in this film and they did there not really they did not let it go to the wayside, which is pretty cool.
1: Absolutely. Tight runtime of 89 minutes, that's including credits. so it's it's a short one, which is nice. I don't mind that it's like an hour it's like a buck 20, I think.
0: I love it because I think that with what it's doing, if it if it kept dragging on, it would just be like, okay fine like because it is it is somewhat like one note in a sense but oh, uh, it's- yeah but it's supposed to be, and I th- but I think if it was longer, I think the audience would be like, oh my God, like, okay, we get it, <laughs> you know? But this one's like perfect. It's so, it gets to the point, we we get all of the plot points and then we're done. We're out. Yeah. You know, I, I no, love this. No, it's very this, tight. I love this movie for how tight it is.
1: And I'll bring some of that up later when we start talking about the movie itself. Mm-hmm. But other than that last thing, this is going to sound like a bad thing, but it's actually a very good thing for an indie movie. It nearly made back its budget. Oh. Which is really impressive. I can't believe that this got even anywhere close to its budget, but it had a budget of five million, made back four point seven at the box office. That's great. Yeah, that's a win and a half. Honestly.
0: Totally. Yeah, that's a very hard thing to do. All
1: right, so let's uh, let's hit the plot.
0: Yeah, plot.
1: So the movie starts with us. So we open with a little bit of found footage. We have a reporter who is being filmed on a camera. That's how you film things. She's walking through some sort of creepy warehouse, and a guy with a fucked up face kills her and mm-hmm. her cameraman. Yup. Fun fact: that is Eli Craig and his wife Sasha. Yeah, I, I
0: did not know that until like you mentioned that this morning. Just gets I the was... cameo
1: out of the way right away.
0: Yeah. Well, and that, that scene is so fast that, like, I've seen this movie a few times, and every single time I'm always just like, wait, what? Like, I I yeah. try to pay more attention to it, but it just happens so fast <laughs> that you're like, okay, what, what,
1: what? <laughs> we always, yeah, every single time I forget it, it's there. Mm-hmm. So then we start the actual movie. Yeah. With that sort of a misdirect. Yeah. Yeah. So, we've got a car full of teenagers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, college kids, whatever. Allison, Chad, Chloe, Chuck, Jason, Naomi, Todd, Mitch, and Mike. There are so fucking many of them. They are driving in this big old truck down a country highway in West Virginia. They are going camping. They are stupid. They are loud. And they forgot the
0: beer. And then on our...
1: Guys, we forgot the beer! No! Which is hilarious. We just
0: already introduced, like... Sort of like the scream aspect of this yeah. of this movie. Like, that's the scariest thing to college kids. And right. it's funny.
1: I've gone camping um, and forgotten the beer. And it is a nightmare.
0: Honestly, to take me camping, you would need a lot of beer. I hate it. So, that's why I live in New York City. So, <laughs> um,
1: so then they, on the highway, they're passed by Tucker and Dale. That's our first shot of them. They give them a sort of like weird, creepy stare. Everybody in the car is freaked out. And that's it for a second. And the then we
0: find out that is this one is this one we it reveals like like yes, we see them in the car and they give like an awful stare and they're all like, "Oh my god, did you see those guys the way yes. they looked at us?" Mm-hmm. And then and then we find don't we cut to them and we find out that they're just going on a vacation. Yeah, their vacation where, home.
1: Well, the kids pull into the gas station. And
0: then we cut to that yes. other plot, right? So we find out as the kids are like going to the gas station to get more beer or get the beer that they forgot we we cut to tucker and dale and they're just they're just silly silly guys going on a little like bro trip sort of like to this vacation home that tucker has put all of his money into every
1: last penny I every have. last
0: penny i have has gone into this
1: you go so georgia when you try to do anything i south know of Mason i Dixon. can't I go very like bless her heart. It's so it's so Blanche Devereaux.
0: I know I can't I can't do um, the Appalachia. I got you, babe. Yeah, you 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 can take <laughs> take those lines, but yeah, he so so they're going on this cute little uh, bro trip, and I guess they they're just stopping to get some supplies before they before they get to the cabin. You know
1: all the important things: nails, chainsaws, yeah, pickled eggs. Oh my god. Ugh. <laughs>
0: ugh! him eating the pickled eggs out like straight out of the jar like Winnie the Pooh with some freaking honey. Is just disgusting <laughs> to me. I'm sorry. It's just I'm not I like I like eggs and I'm not trying <laughs> like I like eggs. eggs.
1: You got to stop. It is too early in the Amanda, morning.
0: Amanda, please. I'm I'm not trying to like shame him for his food choice, but like it Sounds like you are. It's just too many eggs. <laughs> It's gross to me, I'm sorry. Rude. I'm sorry. The man
1: just wants some pickled eggs. Ugh. <laughs> the bit oh god, he's His so good. Breath.
0: Ugh, oh, must it would be stink.
1: horrifying. Absolutely miserable. So while they're doing that, the college kids are walking around trying to figure out where the beer is. There's a couple of like quick sort of jump scare things, setting the scene yeah. ones. Uh, we've got Chloe. That's the that's the Paris Hilton one. Yeah. Yeah. Chloe scares Allison. Tucker or Dale scares Allison that's it. But do you have these sort of just like jump, jump, jump bits. It,
0: it gives, yeah, it gives you reason for them to be like, we got to get it the fuck out of here. And it also introduces like they're just paranoid from the jump. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because they, they, the place well, isn't. they
1: jump to conclusions and they get jump scares because of their jumping to conclusions. Exactly. And See, so it kind of. I'm clever. You're clever. It
0: kind of it kind of sets uh sets the stage for that because honestly, it was not that creepy of a gas station. Like it's what I no. would have expected.
1: It looks like most bodegas in New York just more wood and le- less tile.
0: Yeah, so I wasn't afraid of the setting until they yeah, it it just kind of sets the whole stage for the entire movie where they're just like really paranoid.
1: There is a really good joke in this scene that I hadn't totally noticed until we watched it with the subtitles on last night. Mm -hmm. And it's the clerk going through the list of things. Oh, I didn't
0: catch that. Yeah.
1: So Tucker says, now read that list back to me of everything he's pulling for him. And he goes through all the normal stuff he would use for like a home reno. Yeah. And then he starts listing off the most insane shit. And one of the lines that I just caught was lubricated condoms. No. (laughs) No.
0: I totally missed I that. Because I can hear
1: him say it when he said it. Condoms. So it's, it's that same clerk that you see when they walk in. And he goes, Beers in the back.
0: Oh my God. Goes, That's amazing. I love condoms. that. I'm going to look for that the next time I watch this film. That's Tonight? hilarious. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that.
1: So now we're back outside in the parking lot.
0: Yeah. And Dale is eating his pickled eggs. Just full on. Ugh. Again, Winnie the Pooh with the honey jar. And, it's exactly what it is. Oh God, that's why it grosses me out. And and he's like, you know, he obviously thinks that uh, she's super cute. Our our Allison. You've uh, seen a
1: girl like that.
0: Yeah, it's so it's so sweet actually. And and. He's and Tucker this whole time is just being like supportive of his dude, and it's just like just go, just go talk to her.
1: What whatever the opposite of toxic masculinity is, it's these cute. Two have, it it's is so the antithesis cute. of. He's
0: just like man, you can you can do anything. He like they love each other. It's great, and Dale's just like nah, man. Like it it it's not. There's just like no way. And he's just like just go talk to her, and then he walks up, and it's just.
1: He takes the scythe he, with him. Why does he
0: take the scythe with him? It's so <laughs> oh my god. So of course he walks up and they're already paranoid, so they're just like, What the fuck? And then he just does some creepy laugh and he says, What line do-? he says some line that's just like him trying to be sweet but it comes out wrong so, so it sounds threatening and then he does like a really creepy laugh so they're all like, We're getting out of here. Yes. And then they climb in the they climb in the car and they they all go on their way, including Dale and Tucker. So they're all kind of going to the same spot. Yes. So Dale and Tucker get pulled over by the sheriff and for for um uh the turn signal. Right. But of course, oh my god, this part is this so ridiculous. Got the so roadhead road
1: head bit. Oh my god, Does,
0: what he spills something like hot coffee or He drops his beer. He drops his beer. That's what it is. You're they're drinking not drinking coffee. What yeah. the hell? Um they he's drinking probably his PBR because that's a through line in the movie. And he, like, drops it, and Dale is like, oh, l- let me get the, like, rag for you. So it literally it looks like he's giving him roadhead. head. Yeah. And then it does not help that when he comes up, his shirt is, like... It un- gets
1: caught, and he, it, it's like unbuttoned and yeah. it's ripped off. It's yeah. like,
0: yeah. And so the sheriff's just like, uh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> and they're just like, oh, we're, we're just, like, we're just going up up to our, our cabin uh, for a little, you know, bro time. My man Dale's been having, like Not so good luck with the lady. So I think some like male time, man time, man time is is, is, um, what he needs, or like whatever. And it's just the whole thing is just like the sheriff's like, all right. Um, But then he kind of gives this like ominous warning, like, there's
1: nothing but pain. There's nothing but
0: pain. and, but pain and, and
1: Evil and yada yada. It's the, yeah. it's the classic like cabin in the woods warning.
0: Totally. Totally. Like like y'all are idiots for going up there. Like, you know, just turn around now sort of like a soft warning. Just like go back home or whatever. So then, of course, you know, if you've ever seen a horror film ever, you're just like, all right, great. Like, so you're already asking yourself, is this like, is, is it going to be like a curse thing? Like, yeah. is is. Is this cabin cursed or is it just like... I don't know. We, you, you start to question like, what does that mean? And you're like, okay, shit's about to go down. Right. Right? Obviously. So then we cut to the kids camping.
1: Right. So now we get this... I want to do horror references a little bit later. But mm-hmm. I think this is a reference to Scream. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's a quick one. I just want to get it out and start. You want to hear a scary story? Yeah. Because it that's feels what, kind yeah. of like, what's your favorite scary movie?
0: Totally. It right. totally has... It pays homage to so many.
1: Same energy, right? Same
0: energy, yeah, definitely.
1: One of the one of them, I can't keep all the men straight. Other than Chad, other than Chad. and guy with dreads, yeah. The other three are the same person to me. Like there's the like mm-hmm. emo-ish one mm-hmm. who dies. The other two are the same. They're yeah, just Chad they clones.
0: Yeah. It, well, they don't. I mean, they don't live long
1: enough for us to know. Yeah,
0: for us to know we much get about basically them. Basically,
1: no characterization of any of them. Yeah, we which only. Is fine. Yeah, it's a dumb, fun, weird slasher movie. Yeah, in reverse.
0: Yeah, it's like I guess we don't really need to know much about them. Yeah, you character know?
1: development is not why we're here. No, not, not for in this them. film. No. Well, because they're weirdly the devel- Yeah, we'll talk about that. So, Chad immediately just comes in and is like, "Nah, you here's a real scary story. It happened right in these woods," and tells the story that we learn later is about his like as a real story about his life kind mm-hmm. of yeah uh, with some details wrong but he's like yeah group of college kids just like us were murdered in these woods by hillbillies like the ones we saw earlier and their bodies are buried underneath us yeah and then another just dumb cut of guys there's a lake you want to go skinny dipping hmm. so they go skinny dipping but they don't because they're all wearing underwear
0: yeah and
1: because i always thought skinny dipping was hogs out
0: i thought so too I don't, I don't consider, I don't consider that skinny dipping because you're literally just like, oh, I didn't bring a bathing suit. So I guess I'll go in my underwear. That's not skinny dipping. No, that's Skinny dipping is full nude. Yeah. Yeah. Skinny dipping is full nude. Hogs out. We can, yeah. We, I think that is like the, the Merriam-Webster, Merriam-Webster. Yeah. If I were to concert Merriam and Webster. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the definition. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Definitely.
0: Tucker and Dale, in the meantime, they are they've arrived at their cabin and they're starting to do like repairs. And there's that scene where the beam, fall like yes. falls or whatever, and and it's got like nails poking out of it. It like literally almost takes one of them out. Mm-hmm. And but they kind of like you know they leap to the ground, and Check um,
1: trap. Yes,
0: exactly. And, and then they decide to, like, you know, go fishing. I feel like that's, that's a stress relief for them. They're like... Because, <laughs> like, they're already freaked out about, like, what the sheriff yeah. said. And then this beam almost kills one of them. So they're like, oh, let's go fishing. And so they're out there fishing while the um, college kids are skinny dipping. And, of course, we see Allison... A complete like male gaze shot. She's, it is. She's just like slowly taking off her clothes.
1: Surprisingly tasteful though, in that it's not like zoomed in. No,
0: it's not like zooming in on her boobs or her ass. Yeah, or there's, anything no, like that. there's no, there's no
1: gratuitous. And she's shot in the dark. Like we, yeah. Like my TV's not like overly dark. It's just yeah. something bright. And you could
0: argue uh, that it that it truly was just for like the plot. Um, yeah, but it, I, I, it, it's a tiny I, bit male gaze-y. It, oh, a little bit.
1: Oh, it definitely is. I'm not. I I'm think not whenever argue against that, you, yeah. But I think that's absolutely accurate. But I, I did notice this last night of like, oh, this is actually like good on you for not like doing the gross thing that everyone like else doing. And like putting does. in like
0: the music and yeah. like changing the music or whatever because well, there's a naked sense woman. as a shot
1: because it's literally shot from the male gaze. Like this is Tucker and Dale. Yeah, no, no, well, you're it's right. It's Tucker looking at her because Dale is being a respectful boy.
0: He's like, he literally puts his hands over his eyes. And
1: turns his back.
0: And so when he notices that like... Tucker is staring at this lady who he is clear like, already... It's already established that he's into her, obviously. Right. And um, he goes, Tucker! And that gets Allison's attention and scares her. So she falls off of, like, the, the big, like, cliff that she's on, or the big rock. I guess you could call yeah. it a rock. It's not big enough to be a cliff. Um, and she falls, and she hits her head on the way down, and it knocks her out, and they realize that she you know like she ain't she ain't come up yet
1: but meanwhile they're having an argument yeah Uh, one of my favorite alan tudyk is just such a good vocal actor Mm -hmm. he does a lot of vo work but he's just i think one of the reasons he gets so much work is because he's just flexible as an actor Mm -hmm. when you see a college girl prancing around in front of you half naked you do not call out my name
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's every single thing that comes out of either of their mouths is just an instant quote to me yeah, they just sell it so well. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's amazing.
0: Drowning. It's amazing. So yeah, so they they go and um, of course Dale just jumps in and and she she I think Tucker is the one who like sees her and pulls her up or something. But like Dale's in the water. Maybe he goes down. He and goes and helps grabs. Her. Yeah,
1: he goes and grabs. So Dale yeah. grabs her, brings her to the boat, and Tucker helps haul her into the boat.
0: Yeah, and that's what you see. And then um, and then they're like they're trying they're trying to find the other college kids like they're they're they then
1: rush into the lake and they see them
0: yeah and then they're like of course f- freaked out but they're just like oh let's just take her back like she's not safe here like well, alone
1: they yell we've got your friends. Yeah. <laughs> we've got your friend
0: another amazing misconception here. Yeah. It's great. It's great or well, miscommunication. It's shot
1: wide and in the dark. Like all of the scene is shot really well. And then they
0: run away cuz right. they're like they're like, "Oh shit, they've got Allison." And then yeah. and then they're just too scared to do anything, so they run away. And yeah, they're like, "Well, uh we can't leave her here, so we're just going to take her back and make sure that she's like okay cuz she's unconscious." Yeah. So yeah, and then oh, this is when Chuck runs away to get the police and we don't see him for most of this next like movie or part of the
1: movie so what happens so yeah we have the while allison tucker and dale are at the cabin college kids are discussing what to do Mm -hmm. Uh, chad is fucking with an axe big old hatchet Mm -hmm. they tell each other what's going on or they try to explain to him what was going on because he was the only one who wasn't there oh and we had that gross scene with him and katrina Bowden. Oh too, yeah, where he's, where he's like drunk and like tries oh, to make out yeah. with her, and she's like, "Dude, no, what?" Yeah, where Not he says all that it.
0: weird stuff, like, "Like you can, you can cut the crap or whatever," and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "He's like, you know, you're like better than everyone else, like, yeah, or, or like just something a, like it's really
1: ugh. he's just a little baby Nazi."
0: Yeah, yeah. Like when you when you said that last night, I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? But then I was like, oh, the like blonde hair, white girl thing, like you're the superior race, quote unquote. Mm. Like I was like, oh, that's what he meant.
1: yep Also, he dresses like all the Nazis dress now, which is polos. Oh really? Yeah. I. Yeah, there's a whole thing with like these little alt right. Be- God damn it! This is supposed to be a light movie. Yeah, but I'm gonna talk about Nazis for a second. They fucking suck. And the current ones are all like, well, we have to be well-dressed. We have to be like Chads. Like, that's a literal, that's a literal thing they say. It's a, I don't want to get into all of it, but basically in their little 4chan and 8chan communities, they say, <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all the research I had to do on that for money. <laughs> but, yeah, they are like, yeah, no, you got to dress like a normie, like a Chad. They got to hide your power level because they're all a bunch of fucking nerds.
0: Like literally the name Chad?
1: Yes, that's the. That's like a. Capital do you think C. that was? In,
0: do you think that was intentional then?
1: No, it's uh, or a well, coincidence. I, uh, I'm not entirely sure. I think Chad's always just sort of been taken as a douchey name. Definitely. Uh, it just something about the name just like insinu just like screams. I'm a douche. I don't I'm know where douche. that came from, I am but yeah. Useless and harmful to women. That's what that name screams.
0: Totally. I've never met a Chad that wasn't like that. Yeah. I went to school with several Chads, and for some reason, they were all like that.
1: The only Chad who's not like that? High School Musical. And he's a little bit like that.
0: Right. <laughs> it's, it's Disney-fied.
1: Right. Um, well, and we also know that he's uh, low-key dating Ryan. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Horror Babes, where we talk about High School Musical at least once an episode. gay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. Okay.
1: So they, there's that scene, and then they have the discussion, and one of the other white boys is like, I I didn't get a clear view, but I think I saw one of them eating her face. Of course. So they decide to go on a rescue mission for Allison, and Chuck, I guess, is the one who's been complaining about the fact that this is his dad's car, and no one else will let me drive it.
0: Or yeah. Or he won't
1: let anyone else drive it. Goes off to get the cops.
0: Mm-hmm. So one of one of my favorite scenes is this one. So they're just like they're hard at work on their cabin and Tucker is outside using a chainsaw. And he's just like cutting up a tree that might have fallen down. Maybe he's going to use the wood, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's um like a bees or a wasps nest like yeah a- embedded inside the trunk of this tree and he cuts into it with the chainsaw. And of course, like the insects go nuts. Yeah. And they're just like, and so we get this awesome shot. That's like Texas chainsaw massacre Mm -hmm. where like, like you pointed out last night, they're like the choreography is basically the same. Like it's 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 uh, definitely a nod,
1: the blocking and uh, like everything except like the, like the fucking aspect ratio is the exact same. And
0: he's just like spinning around with this chainsaw because he's, you know, being attacked and is runs into the woods and like yeah just like frantically waving this chainsaw which obviously like when the college kids see it they're just like they think that he's coming after them right and yeah
1: the one that they've said that they lost rock paper scissors four out of uh three out of five times
0: yeah so they're all they all scatter they all run away and i guess um his name is mitch Sure. A other white boy named Mitch, whatever. The emo. Um, one. Yeah, he accidentally impales himself on like a, a, a tree. A tree, yeah. a tree. And, you know, just kills himself. And there's like this great shot of just like one singular. Is it bees or wasps? It's wasps. It's wasps. It's wasps. There's like. I can't wa- say that word, but yes Wasps. There's one singular wasp that just like buzzes around and he just like looks at it. And that's like the last thing he, he just sees. Just lands on his nose. Yeah, it's the last thing he sees. And then he's like, bleh dead i just think that's so i mean it's our it's our first like it's our first death death right of like the college kids Mm -hmm. so when you see that is if you've never seen the film you're just like oh shit
1: this is what the stakes are yeah
0: this is what the stakes are it establishes a lot so you're just like oh damn um and then chad is doing this whole like um even more, uh, Chad is kind of like the, the, he's using scare tactics for the others. I don't he think just, that... He's
1: the one who escalates the stage. He, he does. He
0: does. He says that, like, we are in a fight for our lives, obviously. Not like, everyone
1: gets this chance. Yeah, exactly. To live.
0: Yeah. So he's, like, kind of, he's using scare tactics yeah. because of his own personal vendetta to, like... Yeah, to to try and assemble his friends to, like, go and...
1: Be weird and creepy and... And
0: fight these poor, quote-unquote, hillbillies.
1: Just minding their own damn business. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so then, meanwhile, we have the tucker or sorry dale and allison in the cabin being adorable
0: oh my god so cute they play like a trivia game
1: yeah and he's he, she when she wakes up and sees him with breakfast she screams and he thinks it's because he she hates pancakes so he makes her eggs
0: and bacon it's the cutest thing i've ever seen and, and they then, get to
1: bond for a while and they talk about her dreams and she's like oh she's sitting there she's talking to him she's like i have this dream of like yeah of like using Psychology to like help with world re- like with resolutions of like conflict, mm-hmm. but on a l- large scale. And she starts leaning back towards the beam. And he goes, "No, no, 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 no." She's like, "Yeah, you're right. You're my, you're you're right. My parents you sound like right. my parents. Yeah, yeah. My the, my dreams are. Uh, it's a stupid dream And he just goes, "Dreams are not stupid." It's
0: so cute. And then like when they're playing trivia, and she's like, "Oh my god, you like you know you got it again." And he's like. He's like, I just, I have a weird brain. Like, I just remember like weird stuff. I'm, I'm, what? Oh, what's the, w- my like favorite line that he says? I'm dumb as a stump or something like that. I am
1: dumb as a stump. I am
0: dumb as a stump. And I'm just like, oh my god, I love you, Dale. You're my favorite. And dumb as a
1: stump is she, a very cute way to describe yourself.
0: And then he's just like, I just have a weird brain. And I just like remember random. I, or he, he said, but I remember everything I read. And she's like, that sounds pretty smart to me. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's just like, nah. and like all this stuff. It's it's so cute. So their, like, little friendship as we know it right now is, like, kind of blossoming, and it's really sweet.
1: Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, so, th- yeah, then then we've got some more college kids' bullshit, but they're, like, prepping their weapons and things. Uh, and Dale, or Tucker, comes in having been stung to shit by Wasp. He's got just lesions all over his face. What happened to
0: your face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it looks... Sorry. Yeah, it looks... Really bad. It looks rough. He as has hell. so many welts. It's just like look.
1: So, he tells Alice, "He's like, oh, one of your friends was like, came up and scared the shit out. Like, I think he was allergic to bees or something because he was running like hell. Yeah. So then their deal's like, okay, well, we'll get back to work. I'll, I'll help you out. I'm sorry about that, buddy. I didn't. He's like, because he's all pissed off at him. He's like, if you'd been out there, I wouldn't have got stung by all them bees.
0: Right. So now whatever. he feels bad.
1: He's pulling the stingers out of his face and he's just pouring beer.
0: Pouring, like, be- he pours beer on all of his wounds and it's, it's hilarious. A bit
1: like. The Windex from my big fat Creek wedding. Mm-hmm. Put some Windex on it, and it's just put some put some Miller Lite on it.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, I think PBR is his brand.
1: Uh, it's not. So what? the can design is Miller Lite, which is why the joke at the end about the PBR is why is so great because it's like, oh no, that's liquid gold. He doesn't say that, but that's the that's oh, the.
0: Oh, that's funny! Yeah. I didn't catch that. That's so they're drinking why we're Miller Light.
1: They're drinking Miller Light the entire time oh. until he gets the PBR at the end. brand. that's even sweeter. The, the Miller Light just says beer, but it's the Miller Light logo.
0: Oh, and
1: then when he gets the PBR, it is a PBR.
0: That's so sweet. Actually, I yeah. did not catch that. I guess I just assumed like everyone's got their own brand of beer, and that was just his. They, and that's yeah, so sweet. It's
1: absolutely dad beer. It's Miller, Miller Light is like the daddest of dad beers. Cute. Yeah. So Allison's like, oh no, I'll come out and help, and she helps Tucker dig because he's like, oh no, 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 and she's like, I worked, I grew up on a farm, and she's very good at at hoeing, and I don't mean that like that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like help out or, or get out or something. Was yeah. what she said. She's yeah, like, I, I grew up on a, a farm. It's not yeah. a very good phrase. He's like, that's a good rule, and I'm like, it's not. I mean anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so of course Tucker's the college the wood kid. Chipper. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, the college kids see Allison like digging this and they think that, like, there's a form of torture where, like, she's digging her grave or something. Digging her grave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so then. Tucker is using the wood chipper in a crazy fashion. The way oh, he's. It's
1: so. I'm like, you're going to throw. I'm like, hazard. you are
0: going to throw your back out if not like flinging yourself into. <laughs> like, I am so nervous every so single off time. Balance, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so bad. I am so nervous every single time he flings like some sort of piece of wood in there. I'm just Detritus, like. Detritus. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. Like, stop. <laughs> like, you're going to hurt yourself. Um, but. So then the uh, college kids,
1: just like attack. just yeah. Willie. Two
0: of them go for Dale, two of them go for Tucker, I think. They split up.
1: Yeah. So we have the one who runs at Dale. Mm-hmm. or sorry, at Tucker. And just gets his whole self stuck in the wood chipper. Oh, my God. Because Tucker doesn't see him. He just bends down to pick something else up it, and stands up. And it's this great uh, physical bit where it's Alan Tudyk's just whole body and face are just communicating, what the fuck? It does Because he just stands up and he sees, like, legs and tries to get him out. And it just shoots blood all over Chloe. Ugh,
0: yeah. It's good gore. It, There's
1: great gore No, in this it's movie. amazing.
0: And... I. It doesn't matter how many times I see this film, every single time that happens. You heard me last night. I gasped. I knew it was happening. Yes. I knew it was coming, but it's just so visceral because it is a brief second that he's like in midair and then he's just dead. Yeah. And it's just, it's so <laughs> insane. And
1: The next one is the one for me, though, where the guy's running at Dale with the spear. Oh, Allison yeah. Allison spots him. He... And gets Dale's attention. He turns around and accidentally whacks her in the head with a shovel. She falls down into the grave unconscious. He goes after the grave, her. The shitter hole. Yeah, yeah. Unconscious. Dale also falls. The friend, like, trips, mm-hmm. drops the spear, which sticks itself perfectly 90 degrees into the ground. Of course. And just falls right on top of it and slowly lowers down on top and of Dale. And they're just
0: screaming. Yeah. It's, that, that part is amazing, too. It's
1: That's the one that always makes me gasp though, because it, is a tight shot, and it cuts just a little bit mm-hmm. wider for a second, so you can see the kid just get fully impaled, it's and like, it's just Ugh. like, Ugh.
0: <laughs> it is so like the writers of this movie. It's just, it's so well researched, yeah. Like like using what they had in this setting, mm-hmm. these deaths are like as brutal and gruesome as and shocking as possible. Oh, death! Like using a a the. Uh, Like a spear that they made themselves because that's all that like foraging in the woods, you know. Like,
1: it's very like Lord of the Flies.
0: Yeah, that's why. I I mean, that's why I love this movie because it just feels so. Even though it's like it's silly, it's campy, it's it's all of these things. It's it's also so well researched and honestly, I think that they really thought this out.
1: Yeah, no, it feels yeah. Well, we'll, yeah, they're shocking. yeah, Yeah, it's intense. So they Tucker and Dale run back inside. With uh, or I guess Dale runs back inside with Alice and Tucker comes in and is just covered in blood and they're freaked out and this is when they come up with the best theory ever that
0: oh yeah uh, the suicide pact
1: I think these kids are in some sort of suicide pact I heard about this
0: and then isn't it isn't it Dale who like says it? like well shouldn't we like call the police or something and, yes and this is when my favorite line comes in when um Tucker's like oh what are we gonna tell the police like officer. I had a doozy of a day. Let's These see. kids, like it's so I can so pull
1: the whole funny. quote. Hold on, it's I my favorite it. line. Oh, hi, to ho, officer. We've had a doozy of a day. They we were minding our own business, just doing chores around the house. <laughs> when kids start killing themselves all over my property,
0: <laughs> it's so great. So then we cut to the perfect, perfect.
1: But yeah, they, oh god, when Tucker says the suicide pact thing, and just steel goes, that makes so much sense. Yeah straight face it's
0: amazing the, the oh it's so funny um, and then of course Chuck uh, conveniently comes back with the cop or right. the sheriff at this at this point and um, and Tucker actually has to use that line yes because the because the sheriff shows up and they're like shit and because
1: they're dragging the body out yeah. of the wood chipper and
0: <laughs> and, and Dale is still hold, and he's leg. still holding the he's leg because he, he doesn't know what to do so he's just like holding the leg oh. and then Tucker just has this like moment of like, well, like I have nothing to lose here. He's like, He just
1: doesn't know what else to say. There's like, literally nothing else to say. He comes up with the Well, right officer
0: thing. had a doozy of a day.
1: He just repeats the quote. Yeah, he so literally. Good. And it's so it funny. Word for word.
0: It's incredible. And so.
1: But a completely different delivery. It's uh, Alan Tudyk. You are a blessing. Oh, my God. National so good. Treasure.
0: So, so, so Watch good.
1: Cage is going to try and steal him. He's such a national treasure.
0: I love it. And so um, the sheriff ends up deciding to go into the cabin, which like these kids have seen enough scary movies that they're they're in the sheriff's well, truck so, right now. It's
1: such a good bit because they're the audience at that point. They're the audience yeah. watching a different exactly. movie, exactly. And so they're so like, was "What was the fuck? Like a, yeah. Don't go
0: in there!" Yeah. Like it sounds like us with like you know any other any other movie, mm-hmm. and it's it's hilarious. They're like, "Are you insane? Arrest them!" Yeah, and. <laughs> Um, and so he goes inside the house and that's when the, the beam that we saw in the beginning or maybe a different one, but it, it's the same thing. It has nails coming out of it. Well, and
1: it's funny too, cause he kind of believes them. He's like, look, I don't think y'all killed anybody. Yeah. But you're looking at at least two counts of involuntary manslaughter if you're lucky, if you can get yeah. away with that. Yeah. He's like, I don't, What what do you want me to do here? You, I don't think you did this. Like, I don't think you like... That the two of you are just idiots. Yeah. I don't think you're fucking murderers. Yeah. But people died all over your property.
0: So what can I do? You know, yeah. like so he goes to lean against town's the town's gonna yeah. go crazy. Yeah.
1: So he goes to leaning against the beam and that trap just drops and hits Boom. him square in the fucking cranium.
0: And then somehow, somehow Chuck kills himself with the guy. I don't. No, really... not Chuck.
1: So that's coming. So the sheriff dies, but he gets right. up and starts stumbling around. How's he even walking right now, Tug? Oh uh, yeah, looks like he's gonna walk it off. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> but then he just goes down. He like starts. He gets on the radio and just goes gert, gert, and just falls to the ground. Oh, the uh, I
0: forgot about that part.
1: Then the yeah, Chuck. Okay, it is Chuck. Not sorry, I was, I was hearing Chad because they're all the same fucking name.
0: Totally, but no, it is Chuck. Somehow, accidentally kills himself with a
1: gun, which is like he kind of. clambers out and like tries to shoot them, but the safety's on. And Dale says, "Oh, you gotta turn off the safety on the side." But the kid's oh. never taken a single gun safety course and starts looking for it and is gets the safety off somehow. And That's
0: right. Shoots himself
1: in the fucking face.
0: Oh my god! And it's just you're just like as an audience member at this point. You're like, come on. Yeah. Like what the hell? But it's, it's just, so nuts. It's so cute how innocent they are. Like oh, you got to turn the safety off. <laughs> like he's gonna Tucker, walk it off. <laughs>
1: Tucker yells at him when he gets inside. Got to turn the safety off. Hmm. <laughs> It's, uh, oh my God. But Chad gets the gun, starts firing at them. They run inside. And this is the big old standoff moment. Yeah. So Chad lets the others out of the back of the cop car. He's firing way too many rounds for that revolver. Yeah. He and fires he has like,
0: terrible aim.
1: Yeah. It's a big old <laughs> hand cannon. Those things are hard to shoot. But yeah, he's shooting at them, captures Jangers. The, the pup,
0: Aww. the big old sweet puppy. Jangers
1: looks like Chance from Homeward Bound.
0: He's just a big old slobbering mess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So cute.
1: So he's captured him. He's got the gun to his head, mm-hmm. which just pure evil. He's
0: like, "I'm gonna shoot your dog." He's like, he's like "I'm gonna be real mad. <laughs> I'm real mad. i real that. mad if you do that. Don't <laughs> shoot my dog." It's so cute. He's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real mad." It's, <laughs> it's just another like glimmer into like just yeah. like how how innocent
1: he is so tucker goes off to save jangers and he like and,
0: creeps up well, he's and like
1: cover like, me he's like "But i've never tried to hurt anybody before i don't know if i could and he goes well because he gives him the nail gun he goes well just if it helps think of him as uh moving two by fours
0: yeah <laughs> that's so cute and he
1: gets so pissed off and he just starts firing like crazy he's knocked out all the lights on the on the uh, cop car and just like mm-hmm. tucker's like damn damn
0: I'm like damn but hey when an animal is involved i would do the same thing i'd just be like don't hurt my fucking dog
1: especially jangers jangers is so jangers cute is
0: so cute, a slobbery little mess and like and uh this is why like tucker is is the true hero he like creeps up and just like takes out like unties mm-hmm. jangers and is like go go
1: and it here. runs the wrong way yeah <laughs> you dumb dog, <laughs> dog. how he gets caught yeah so they capture tucker uh, haul him off into the woods, and Chad decides to create an elaborate trap. Oh, yeah. By hanging Tucker upside down. Mm hmm. And, like, oh, sorry. Uh, he hangs him upside down, cuts off two of his fingers, mm-hmm. and then leaves a note for Dale and Allison. Yeah. Who Allison stays there. Dale goes looking for Tucker, mm-hmm. finds him, also. Nearly <laughs> the spear trap. That's what it was. They set up a spear trap with a trip wire. Yeah. Just like Vietnam shit. Mm-hmm. So he goes over. He uh, Tucker's trying to warn him that it's a trap, but there's all this blood in his head and he's been stung by a thousand bees he's and like, he's probably Ooh. a little bit drunk and he's lost a lot he's of like, blood. He's like,
0: a trap. It's a t- <laughs> and and Dale's like, what? And of course he keeps walking close to him. He's like, a trap. And then he yeah. gets. Yeah. He
1: trips the <laughs> trap. I never thought trap. I'd say this, but I'm, I'm so glad I'm not hung like a bear.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Chad and Naomi go to the cabin to mm-hmm. save Allison. And this is when they accuse her of having like Stockholm syndrome. She's like, right. I learned about this in my psychology class. She has Stockholm syndrome where you like fall in love with your ca- the person who captured you. And and the like,
1: word love sets Chad off.
0: Yeah. And he's like, you love this guy? Like all this shit. And
1: she's like trying to explain things to him. And he just is He's not, not listening. He has no reason to him. So Chad's being super weird and gross at Allison per usual, and Tucker and Dale show back up. Tucker having been rescued, Tucker immediately goes and sits next to the cooler with all the beer in it. Cracks one open and pours, pours it, over it on his, his
0: hand <laughs> <laughs> again. Just like solving everything with bit. beer, I love it.
1: Yeah. There's a war of words, and then Allison's like, "No, no, no. Let's let's have a discussion. Let's calm down, everybody. Let's just sit down and do this.
0: She's like, adults. she's stretching her therapist muscle. Exactly. She's like, yeah. Yeah." flexing on. flexing yeah.
1: So she's like, I'll get some tea. And Chad <laughs> Chad just like, we have Chekhov's tea now. Yeah. Chad, oh, is that chamomile? I can't have that. It fucks with my allergies.
0: Asthma. But Yeah. yeah. Or sorry.
1: Yeah, sorry. It fucks with my asthma. I've got allergies. That's why I said you've that. You've got allergies. <laughs> he has
0: asthma. You're just projecting. And like I'm so sniffly. Well, it's, there's a, there's that funny through line um, of like the inhaler. Oh, yeah. Like, like the, the cool kid, like quote unquote cool kid with the inhaler yeah. is like so funny. He Every does time it. he has
1: one of those badass moments. It's that, a funny. To him, badass moments. He goes.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's a funny little, little point.
1: Sorry, Andrew. Inhalers are lame.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So then they try to have this like calm discussion over. <laughs> so cute. Oh no, it's Earl Grey. And then Dale's like, oh, I. I love Earl Grey. Yeah, it's so cute, and she makes this tea really fast. By the way, because I'm thinking like yeah. these guys are gonna kill each other while that water's boiling, but she just has it already. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, sus- suspend my disbelief, I guess. Yeah,
1: just um, go for it.
0: Just go for it. Whatever. It is not worth. Not worth thinking that hair. about. Yeah. So they, she tries to like, she's like, okay, so we're gonna each say our sides, and when the other person is saying it, I want you to put yourself in their shoes and mm-hmm. like all this stuff, and then. Chad talks about, like...
1: gets this Norman Bates monologue. Yeah. Because it's the Memorial Day Massacre story again from the beginning. And his
0: mother was the lone survivor. His dad's body was never found. They tortured her. My dad had to watch. Blah, blah, blah. Like, all this stuff. And he's yeah. like... He's like... And then my mom was put into, like, a psychiatric ward or, like, yeah, whatever. institutionalized. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I had to hear this from my grandmother growing up. And it's, like, this whole monologue and stuff.
1: And the, the cut is just like, uh, uh, okay...
0: All right. And Dale. then, yeah, like, okay, uh, shit. Dale and then gives
1: his side. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, one, I'm sorry that happened to you. Two, that wasn't me. And three. I don't remember he says it's three, but it's just like he just doesn't actually give his side of the story. He doesn't say, like, what had happened. Well, Jason
0: and Chloe break in because they're like, we're gonna save everyone. Blah. Right. And well, and so Chad has already, like, doused the cabin with, like, gasoline and right. stuff. And so we, we as an audience member, know that. And then how does the fire break out again exactly? So... I forget.
1: Jason comes in with the weed whacker. Oh my Dale god, yeah. ducks and he and Just destroys, destroys Naomi's face. Yeah, this is a big old bloody moment.
0: And Chloe's just freaking out. Chloe, yeah, has she's a panic like lighting attack, a, lights cigarette. a cigarette <laughs> next to
1: <laughs> the gas canisters. Yeah, which when she like flicks the ash a little bit, it starts the fire. Oh, okay. Which it hits Jason's leg, but it's not bad. Like it's just his, it's just his baggy cargo pants that are on fire. Yeah, it's like her to do, like stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. They just tell him, like, the, the like, rational uh, thing to do. So yeah. like, stop, drop, and roll. And he just keeps freaking out, freaking out. Chloe grabs the moonshine.
0: Uh, and they're like, don't use that. <laughs>
1: and she throws it on him. He goes completely <laughs> up in flames. And they keep yelling, stop, drop, and roll.
0: Oh, my god. But he
1: falls down and dies, burning to death. Chloe gets caught up in the explosion after. Yeah. That's what it is. But...
0: Because she- they see that it's going for, like, all of these, like, chemicals. Like, it, like, right. it gets caught, like the the fire goes on this like catches onto this wire and it's slowly yeah. going towards like something that's gonna explode so Dale and Tucker get Allison out of there they're like run yeah and and then the explosion happens and you assume that everyone's dead but no
1: yeah
0: <laughs> Chad with this mangled side of his face two face two face Harvey Dent motherfucker up like comes out of you know the fire and it's this great like shot. Of yeah. Just him, like, he's still alive, and you're just like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Movie's not over. <laughs> no, it is not. So Tucker and Dale and Allison have a car crash. They're all knocked out. Dale wakes up. Tucker is just, like, fucked up. hmm Leaning against a tree, and he gives him that really sweet speech.
0: Yeah. And he's like, go get that girl.
1: And Jangers leads him to the old sawmill. Mm-hmm. Chad has pulled a 1920s silent film villain bit.
0: Absolutely.
1: And tied her to the the big like circular saw track thing whatever you want to call it. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know words. Dale shows up. It's like you want a scary hillbilly, I'll do a scary hillbilly
0: oh and we have right before us we have that disgusting oh, like gross. forceful kiss yeah because yeah, he's like from, telling
1: her to beg and it's all like it's stupid. disgusting
0: ugh. it's so cringy and just like ugh, my back is up
1: yeah um, i just cracked a couple vertebrae
0: yeah <laughs> but dale arrives like you said and rescues allison
1: yeah, and he shows up and he looks Hero. all terrifying. It's like um, it looks like My Bloody Valentine. A oh little yeah, bit.
0: I love that part where he's like, he's like, if you want, you want hillbilly, I'll give you hillbilly. Yeah. And he's like, he he Just puts like, on all that himself. stuff. Arms himself. He's got he,
1: the the climbing tacks on his feet. He puts on the sh- the knee pads and the mm-hmm. welding helmet with the chainsaw.
0: Allison's like, what are you wearing?
1: <laughs> oh, I thought I looked intimidating. Did it, was, did it work? It, oh like, hell yeah! Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, she's Definitely. like, I'm scared
1: shitless. Um, <laughs> but it's a cute little like, oh, I see what you were going for. And you could you achieved that. Yeah. Chad, as he, as Dale's rescuing Chad. Rescuing uh, Allison. Or, sorry, res- yeah, no. Rescuing Allison. <laughs> Chad just like swings down from the rafters, kicks him in the chest. Allison's meanwhile on the spinning blade track. Mm-hmm. They're fighting. It's a pretty dope fight. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good combat. There's a nice um, like
1: cringe gore moment where... Dale gets him in the calf with the with the foot spike. Oh yeah. That always that always hurts.
0: Well, I always forget like they clearly show that when he's like getting dressed and yeah. putting on all this like quote-unquote armor. Um but I always forget about it. So when that happens I'm like, "Oh yeah, there was that establishing shot yeah. that like this is going to be used later."
1: They're <laughs> they're really good at establishing shots. Like just like, "Hey, here's the thing. There yeah. we go. This is not a shock. We showed it. It's here. You don't need any more than that." Exactly. So Dale, like, tries to huck a hatchet at Chad, Mm -hmm. misses, and then just, like, happens to cut all the ropes off Allison. Yeah. (laughs) She gets up. He knocks Chad down after they had, like, the chainsaw rebar fight.
0: Yeah, and they run and, like, kind of uh, put things on the the cellar doors or whatever. Yeah, they go to the the
1: attic or the office, and, yeah, yeah, try to block it off so Chad can't follow them. Mm Mm-hmm. So Dale finds the chamomile tea Mm -hmm. and Allison finds the news clipping. Yeah. Yeah. That shows, well, Dale thinks it's about the sheriff. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's a photo of him. But it's the arrest, the hillbilly who was arrested who looks exactly like Chad. Yeah. Turns out he was the one who tortured and assaulted Chad's mom.
0: Yeah. So then, of course, at this point, Chad has escaped from that like he broke through the the yeah, barricade we'll see the chainsaw that they come through the door. yeah yeah and allison's like look chad you're half hillbilly you're part of hillbilly yeah no no <laughs> and then i think that's when
1: he goes to try and attack them and
0: throws the the i don't i thought it was it wasn't chamomile tea but it was the he so was he it? throws the
1: chamomile tea that's yeah what it is but so yeah he starts having allergic reaction or whatever
0: yeah, uh, asthma attack.
1: Yeah, Dale says "Anthemis nobilis." And Allison has no idea she's what she's like. He means. What <laughs> the—that's uh, the active ingredient in chamomile tea. Chamomile tea, that is, affects people with asthma and gives them like anaphylactic shock. It like just like so close, cool. like a medical textbook. Yeah, and goes, you're just like he'll be fine as long as we get him his inhaler.
0: And then he falls <laughs> out the, the damn window, <laughs> and that is the funniest moment when they like they run after and like look. And then Dale's just like mm mm, and closes just the window. Closes just like, the window. He's
1: like nope, we're good. With like that. nope,
0: we're good. All we're good I'll on say. that. Seen enough deaths today. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So
0: of course the police and the news crew
1: yeah, arrive, and that's when we see Eli Craig and Sasha. I'm forgetting on that name, but it, we see Eli Craig and his wife again mm-hmm. as a, as a news reporter and the cameraman. That's when I put that together. Was last night watching ah. that. It was like oh okay, so the cut at the beginning is Chad is yeah. still alive. Yeah. We find out. Bye. Yeah. Anyhow, so we're at the hospital. Tucker is in bed. He's had his fingers reattached, and one of them is clearly Chloe's. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't remember it looking like that.
0: <laughs> it's like a red fingernail.
1: <laughs> Dale Tucker's got a party nail. That's yeah. when he gives him the PBR.
0: It's so cute. Dale's all
1: cleaned up. He's got his little bowling shirt on. Yeah, he looks his nice. Hair slicked back. He's yeah. clearly like trimmed up his beard. Mm-hmm. Showered.
0: And of course, Tucker's like, um, it's so cute. He he's like in this state in the hospital and mm-hmm. he's like at still asking dale like but did you ask her out and he's like no like i didn't get to and he's like he's like what you he's like you're shit. yeah yeah he's like you're 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 hopeless or so, he says yeah, like something that's, like it's, that it's hopeless yeah that's yeah. the word he keeps using you're hopeless and, and then dale gets like really smug and he's like but she did say that she's a great bowler, so we're going bowling. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, you motherfucker. Go on, get <laughs> Go it. Go on, get it. Yeah. So then they're like bowling and it's really cute. They're having a cute little date. And then we have this like moment of Dale kind of like it's this cute like passing on moment. Yeah it's of a, it's like a, it's
1: a passing the torch.
0: Yeah, where he's like, he's gotten this confidence because because he's like he feels like he's at least like six he feels like he can converse with women now yeah and, you know and, and he's not afraid to do so so he kind of passes it on to his fellow hillbilly <laughs> and he's like he's like don't limit yourself like you can get any girl just go talk to her just be yourself just
1: be yourself just be
0: yourself and it's really cute for that moment and then of course, um, and then Dale and Allison have this cute little thing, like where he's kind of sputtering. And he's like, "No, don't interrupt me. I don't know if I'm gonna have a chance to like tell you this ever again." And then she like kisses him or whatever uh-huh. and says like, "I feel the same way." And he's like, y- "You do?" Yeah. And then they, you know, they kiss happily ever after. But making then making out for a second. But then behind them, <laughs>
1: there's this whole scene playing out. It's so bad. Of the old toothless hillbilly who ends up punching one of the women he went over to talk to, and knocks her out and starts just dragging drags her, her
0: off. Which last night we were like, oh, um, don't love that. Yeah, but
1: Dale, he's like, Nah, I don't care about no. that. I was like, buddy, and I think it was supposed to be that it's another comedy of errors that's beginning yeah. behind them. Yeah, but it reads like, oh, what is he gonna do to her?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it. I I think I you're. Just I think you're. I think you're right because it's like it's kind of like as a viewer, what have you learned this entire movie, right. and you're supposed to infer that like. Oh, it, like something probably happened where he like accidentally hit her, you, right, you know, and right. it's just dragging her off because he's like, oh my God, this looks really bad. Yes. um, But it looks worse. Yeah. It looks worse
1: than that. <laughs>
0: so I think you're, I think you're right. I want to believe that you're right based on what we saw during the movie, that it wasn't just this crazy, like, you know, like scene happening behind them where you're like, no, that's problematic.
1: <laughs> yes. That's it. It's a not yeah. great.
0: And that's the end of the movie.
1: That is. That's it. Yeah. Um. Tucker and Dale beat Evil.
0: They do. Um, so I love this movie. I think it's, it's so hilarious. Fun. It's one of
1: my it's one of our favorites. I mean we've watched it we together watched it a what, few four times. or five times? A few
0: times, yeah. I think it's just hilarious. It's an it's like an easy watch for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those it's one of those uh matzo ball soup horror movies. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. can watch it in any mood because like you catch a new joke every time you watch yeah. it cuz it, like like you were saying last night, it's kind of like airplane like the jokes per minute
1: yeah. is pretty stellar. It's really well packed. I was yeah. yeah, I was I was saying that and I and I know I'm wrong here. It's not as good as airplane
0: Air, airplane uh, like set the stage for a lot of these films and i think that a yeah. lot of these films take the same beats that airplane had because it was such like a or it is such a phenomenal movie
1: right and it's well in airplane just wasn't it just said fuck plot yeah it uh, just went for it yeah it's just jokes it's just a mm-hmm. series of jokes and like physical gags and one-liners and callbacks and things like that
0: yeah <clears throat> Ooh.
1: oh my god Ooh belges
0: yeah like so i kind of relate this movie to um let to a play you know like because there are so many wonderful plays that are like comedy of errors yeah
1: there's a few like i mean even like you can go to shakespeare like midsummer or 12 definitely
0: definitely and i think that that is just baseline super entertaining for people i mean a lot of um Episodes of like sitcoms or comedy of errors. And I yeah. think that, that those are usually the episodes that do really well because it has the audience just like you're in on all of the things that are happening. Right. And you're just like, and you're like, oh, no,
1: it's all it's using dramatic irony for just good comedy beats.
0: Exactly. And I think that that's why I love this movie so much, because you you as the audience member know all of the information. and you, And so you're just like, oh, my God, what the fuck's going to fuck up next?
1: Well, it's so funny, too, because people have tried to argue with me that this isn't horror. And someone's like, no, you should be doing that for horror or not. Nah. I was like, fuck off. I'm not. No, this. they're like, it's a black comedy. I'm like, no, it's no, a horror movie. it's
0: definitely horror because it, it's a
1: slasher in reverse. You're just watching, yeah. like, you're watching both sides of it. So you think it's not horror, but it, it is because you still have this evil slasher villain in Chad.
0: No, absolutely. Like, is. you yeah. just you're you're misinterpreting who the villain is in the beginning. It's a because, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you realize it's that, that it's Chad. Yeah. yeah. And it's no, it definitely 100% is horror for me. There's no there's no question about that because it a it it, it um uses imagery from other horror films and exactly. and takes inspiration from that. It is a slasher film. It's it is funny like Scream, but Scream is also a horror film.
1: Well, it's funny like Cabin in the Woods, but yeah. I think uh, there is someone coming on to disagree with me on horror or not soon, mm-hmm. but it is absolutely to me as like it, it's in the same it's in the same vein as cabin in the woods agreed uh, there are a lot of similarities cabin in the woods actually was filmed and made before this or like at the same time but
0: not released
1: but this came out first right cuz cabin in the woods got sort of uh, shelved for a long time yes. so it didn't come out until... i think it was marvel or disney who sort of said no they no wanted
0: no. the the image of um, hemsworth hemsworth to be yeah
1: yeah they couldn't have him playing this Idiot jock hero who is, before he was
0: playing like sex. Captain America. He plays Captain America. Thor. Thor. Buck.
1: Yeah. Chris Evans was Captain America, which we were talking about last night. Because I was, always um, confused that. Well, that was another thing with um. We're, we're gonna. I don't want to spoil it. Do I want to say? So we might be doing a Bong Joon Ho month.
0: Don't spoil it. Okay. Yeah, um I'll cut that then. And so yeah, cut all of that. Actually, yeah,
1: that's fine. Um. Anyway, so yeah. uh it's funny that like these these two movies get compared a lot and contrasted. Cabin in the Woods, which and, makes
0: sense. It's and, a bunch of idiot college kids who get killed,
1: right? But the <laughs> difference is that Cabin in the Woods is meta horror in the way that Scream is meta horror. Yeah, and they both have they're both horror movies that are commenting on the horror genre. Yeah, Tucker and Deal versus Evil comments on the horror genre, but it's one joke. Like that's it. The totally, whole movie is totally. one joke.
0: One note, one joke, and, and it's great. It does that yeah. so
1: well. It's so focused because of that. It's not trying to comment on like what horror really is, yeah. Or what, it's just what like, horror does to us and things like that. No, it's just saying like no. It's just funny because it's it's dark and it's funny.
0: Well, and I think it could be it, it can be considered a dark comedy in addition to horror. But I yeah, think first and things. foremost, it because like I was I was I was talking to you earlier about how I feel like this movie is. Um, because it is plot A plot B sort of thing and they're happening simultaneously you sometimes yeah. feel like you're in two different you're you're in two different storylines so it almost feels like two different movies right. but, but the merge is Dale and Allison. Right. That's kind of what ties us like completely together. Well,
1: it's like a sine cosine sort of wave, right? Like yeah. You've got them just oscillating back and forth like they they're going to link up in parts, going to separate parts, link apart, parts, separate parts because they're it's a good versus evil thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. So so we've got these these teens because they're so... They've, again, clearly seen maybe too many horror films or maybe take them too seriously because... Uh, the
1: limit does not exist.
0: Well, you know what I mean. They <laughs> they they maybe watch them and take them a little too literally yeah. is what I mean. Yeah, um, they've themselves that it's real. Well, yeah, they're so paranoid from the jump and you're mm-hmm. like, why are you going camping if this is... You know, like, I get that... I don't know. Yeah. Um, But like they make Dale and Tucker the villains in the beginning. They, they, they. It's all created in their in their heads. Yeah. Which, when we were doing plot just now, got me to think about like, obviously this is a comedy and everything, but it also, it's it's a it's a funny it's a funny look at what happens when we put our, project our own feelings onto a certain, like, type of person. Yeah. And then it, uh, you know, and, and it just, it's almost like a funny, uh, exaggerated, cautionary tale of, like, don't, the stereotype.
1: Yeah. You know, catch, like. Catch your prejudice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's kind of like an, yeah, an exaggerated comedic look at what what can happen when you do that. Yeah, You know, because, like, the reason that these kids died was because they were trying to like defeat these quote unquote evil hillbillies. Yeah. That and then there's also like Chad who's like just spewing kind of like propaganda against
1: mm-hmm.
0: the the hillbillies. Yeah, no, he's you know? driving it, yeah. So so it's kind of this interesting commentary.
1: He is both Hitler and Himmler. Yeah. Or Goebbels. Goebbels.
0: Yeah. Well it's like it, yeah, it's this it's almost like a social commentary in a way, but in, but presented in like a hilarious way. See,
1: that's why I say that this is unquestionably horror. Yeah. Me because class, it, it's not like, it's not the it's not gothic horror, which is what a lot of what we talk about. It's mm-hmm. uh, more classic horror, which is a morality play. Yeah. So with, yeah. So like we've talked about this a little bit, either on mic or definitely off, uh, but about how horror as a genre Came up as a warning, yeah, of like how to how to act morally and and goodly, yeah. Like um, all the Grimm fairy tales have like a moral to them, yeah. Right, but the yeah. Grimm's were really horrifying versions of those things. They're very dark and twisted. Totally, and the whole point is to know how to act.
0: Scare tactics, right? From the very beginning, it's always been a very strong tactic that people use. Yeah. And um, so this
1: this is exactly in that vein. This is classic as hell. Yeah, so, you just
0: said that in a way better way than I. Like I stumbled through that trying to get my okay. <laughs> my point across.
1: But what editing is for yeah. Uh, so I wanted to bring up the yeah. I guess while we're on this, we can do the horror references. We kind of mentioned a few of them in between, but there
0: are so many. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's just nice that they did their fucking homework. Uh, Morgan Morgan <laughs> and Eli Craig. Well, it's
0: fun to watch whether you're a horror nerd like you and I, but yeah.
1: or even if you weren't though you still would i think enjoy this yeah that's what that's what then i'm it's saying your first time if you're seeing those
0: shots. yeah exactly like they're they're classic shots for a reason mm-hmm. and so they yeah just if you've never if you've never seen these horror films you're still going to enjoy it or if you are a horror nerd like you and me uh-huh. then you're still going to enjoy cuz you're going to be like oh my god like yeah. it's amazing
1: yeah it's uh, it was just a lot of fun and it was i just love i love when people do their homework and use things well mm-hmm. where you use reference not just to wink, mm-hmm. but to make your movie better. Yeah. That's fantastic. I totally. love that. Like, yeah, it is winky, but... But this you, film
0: calls for that.
1: Yeah, a little bit. So actually... It's a little
0: wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
1: So that brings me into this interview I was reading with Tyler Levine, mm-hmm. who stars a stale, right? So uh, he was saying that, like, yeah, the people... This, it's this uh, interview with um, Collider. So the question everybody wanted, everybody had in their mind when this came out was, like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Because this was a weird, uh, was just, like I said, I was just talking about Risk with Shannon on the cell. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a risky movie. Uh, yeah, it's it, different. It's, it's different than Scream. It's different than other, like there have been other comedy horror movies before. Totally. But there wasn't anything like that at this time. Like all the horror was very serious at this mm-hmm. time. It was all just like Saw and the other shit that I don't care about. All the, like all the James Wong stuff. Was yeah. coming out. This is when he just ruled all of horror. Yeah, we were finally just about to get a few really, really good movies, mm-hmm. but they hadn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that decade of the aughts to the to, to or 2000 to 2010. Yeah, just really, you were not getting a lot of great horror. Like Zombieland had come out a couple years before this, because that's another comedy horror. Yeah, but that's barely a horror movie. Right. Barely a zombie movie. It's it's a road movie with some zombies in it. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I really don't think that's a horror movie at all. But you you had things that were set at least in the horror setting, mm-hmm. maybe not truly genre, but in the setting of, and you did, but you didn't have anything that was really trying to do both things. Those yeah. trying to be really funny and be a horror script. Totally. And this totally succeeded in that. So everybody's like, well, How the fuck did you do this? Like that's a it's a masterstroke. Honestly, like, yeah. How you, that's that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So Eli Craig, the, he, or uh, Taylor Bean was asked that question. He's like, oh, yeah, well, uh, he's like, yeah, just sort of came through like Normal Avenues. Agent called me. He's like, hey, I've got the script. Uh, it's a little indie movie called Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I think they're going to try and offer it to you. So he goes to read it and he looks at it and he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Who's Eli Craig? How has he written such a genius script? Can he actually direct this movie? Mm-hmm. And he was honored, too. He's like, yeah, it's so weird that like, Labine was on this show called uh, Reaper, mm-hmm. which is a Canadian television show. Uh, and because he's asking Eli Craig, he's like, what the fuck? Like, how do you how do you make the jump from my character on that show to Dale? We're oh, just, but like, he's totally so perfect. Different. He's Like, there's no one else who could have played Dale. Oh my God, I mean, he's so brilliant. But like, really, he's the one.
0: He melts your heart, yeah. at least mine. I won't speak for anyone else.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll speak for me, and he melts my fucking heart. I love him. But... So Levine's like, I don't have any idea who this guy is. There's nothing on him. He hasn't done anything. So he goes to meet with Craig. uh, And it's like, look, she's like, I want to make sure that we're like talking about the same movie here. Uh, How we're going to walk this line between comedy and horror. He says, I don't want to be winking at the camera. Mm -hmm. And Craig was just like, oh, okay. so watch this. He just pulls out two binders worth of photos of locations, shows the cabin he's going to build. And he had a sheet of one-liners that he was pitching mm-hmm. and so labine was immediately like oh okay fuck this guy knows his shit yeah and immediately immediately was like i'm on i'm in
0: thank 100% god too. i'm in yeah thank god
1: which is funny too, because that's the other horror films I wanted to mention. Is that cabin is straight up the cabin from Evil Dead?
0: Is it? Because... It's not
1: though, because I looked it up because that that's when I was that's why I was reading this interview because Eli Craig had them build that cabin. Oh, it, is not actually, it just looks but it just so, is, it's so inspired much like by yeah.
0: Evil the Evil Dead ca- cabin. It's
1: definitely a reference to that, uh, and even the like establishing shots of it and like the tree line around it is very similar. Because I was um I've been working on this this the comic project and I've been putting together
0: you've had to stare at that cabin for I have drawn hours. that cabin so yeah. many
1: times I use it as a reference in my own work mm-hmm. and so I was like okay well
0: it definitely yeah, is yeah
1: that's 100% what that is but yeah so Labine was just like so stoked that someone was offering him a different type of role because he was saying like in all this on the, all the TV work I do I'm just playing one guy it's shades of gray mm-hmm. on that guy but it's it's shades of gray yeah so then they've said he said they will took forever to cast Tucker Alan Tudyk was not their first choice. Hmm. They went through Johnny Knoxville. Oh. Then it was Dane Cook for a while. Okay. Uh, Then it was somebody else who backed out that he doesn't name. Uh And then it was Alan Tudyk. And both of them, as soon as Alan Tudyk came in, they're like, why did we ever consider anyone else? Which I feel like is what anybody does when they cast Alan Tudyk. They're like, yeah, we could do this. We could do this. We could do this. Well, uh, Alan's available. And then he walks in and slays. Yeah. And they're just like, why didn't we just start with him? We could have saved ourselves so much trouble. Yeah. Because he just shows up in everything. Like, and he's those just two so are the perfect... Like, they're, they're dynamic. The, they're
0: the I'm perfect saying. duo. Like the Burton Ernie, the... Oh, like, absolutely. You know what I mean? It's
1: full on Burton Ernie. Down to the potentially gay.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the little, <laughs> the little homoerotic moments.
1: Yeah. It was funny. I didn't realize... Um, a lot of people assume that comedy movies are just ad-libbed because Jed Apatow has ruined everybody's brains about how mm. comedy works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I like... I, I like a couple of the Apatel movies. There, there are some good ones. But he's notorious for shooting like six hours of tape, mm-hmm. and it's all ad libs. It's all just like improv UCB shit, and then right. they just edit from there. No, you can tell plot. this.
0: You can tell this movie was heavily scripted.
1: But they did ad lib a lot. Did they? Yeah. So it was. Well, but, then they did good ad libbing. So I'm if I didn't catch that. Yeah. So it was interesting because the, what they did was. This is, again, from that interview in Collider with uh, uh, Tyler Labine. He's asked, you know, was there a lot of ad-libbing? He goes, yeah, there was, but it was unique. It wasn't the Apatel approach where he just threw shit at the wall and filmed it and picked out the best bits. Uh, mm-hmm. We pre ad We collaborated a little bit after the table read. We came up with some ideas that sparked other ideas. And then we would shoot it with pre-approved ad-libs. That
0: makes sense that then. That I love. Because that's that workshopping makes sense, a script.
1: Then. It's barely ad-libbing. It's really workshopping a script. Yeah. Because you come, no script is ever finished, right? Like all scripts are of kind of open-ended. You just, yeah. they're only finished because you, fit, you finish them. Yeah. Or you say they're done, right? Totally. Um, like any,
0: any... Art form, yeah. So hes yeah. like
1: he was like, we're not trying to show off. We're not trying to ad lib and say like we're funnier than the writer. He's like, no, no, no. We wanted to respect the writer and direct the writers and director. We wanted to be, you know, we wanted to give it our own flavor. That's what that's for. That's what the workshop. I was, was going to say, I think put the actor in the role.
0: That's yeah, no. That's a really nice way of doing it because it then it becomes a little more collaborative and mm-hmm. it also like I don't I I think. I think that's such a fun playful way to make a movie because you've also got like sometimes putting someone else's words on an actor doesn't exactly fit. Yeah. So if you have that actor like in in their own body and using like you know their own flavor with things, sometimes right. things come out and you're just like, "Oh, we have to keep that. That's hysterical." <laughs> just because like the way like yeah. I mean, I don't know if this was ad-libbed, but the fact that he's like you know, when he's like, stop, drop, and roll. Or like, you know, so like, it, that might that have feels, been like yeah. an ad lib or so Like, yeah. that. that's a moment that I feel like an actor probably could have like added.
1: I can almost that guarantee in. it was because I was, uh, I've written that script, right? And that's like, funny. a guy catches on fire and that's it. And that's, that's the joke. Funny. And then you throw in a second. Because nothing's
0: going to save this guy. We yeah. know this film already. Yeah. Like, nothing's yeah. going to save this guy. And the fact that he's like, uh, stop, drop, and roll. Because they, right. their whole, and it just shows how much these actors have done their homework and how much these actors know these characters because they're inherently trying to be helpful and so yeah. to the very end these characters are just trying to help these kids you're like uh we don't uh, stop drop and roll like that's all yeah. they know to do with, yeah. with a fire
1: but it was so funny so he was talking so he's like him and alan sat there and like okay how do we do this we have to do this right because if mm-hmm. we do this if it, like. They, I love that him and Alan Tudor are just so fucking professional. And apparently uh, Katrina, Katrina Bowden was like this too. Mm-hmm. That they were all like, look, we have to do this exactly right or it will suck. This will go down as one of the worst movies ever.
0: Right. Yeah, no, it if is, it it is one of those. That's why it's so risky because yeah. it could have been like one of those... Like so, so bad it's good films, which yeah. you don't. You when you're making a film and you're spending this much money, you don't want that to yeah, happen. Yeah, you don't
1: spend five million dollars to, to fuck make a, up yeah, unless fuck you're. Up.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: unless you're making The Room.
0: I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to drop that that name, but yeah. But
1: it but it costs five million dollars. Yeah, and that's and just it's what so
0: so bad it's good, and yeah. I you can tell that's that they infamy. really didn't want this to turn out um that way everybody
1: wants to make a good project except for the assholes who make things like bird dimmick and Things killing which yeah are terrible movies that were made to be terrible movies and that's just yeah i i have a real particular hate for that that genre yeah of movies that are bad that were made to be bad fuck that yeah that's so stupid you're wasting you're wasting money i could have used to make a decent movie right (laughs) right that's how i feel about it
0: and i want to i want to go back uh briefly to what i said about like writing on, like, certain certain actors or whatever. Yeah. Like, obviously, these actors are competent and could have made any script work. Yes. Obviously. But sometimes I just feel like when when an actor has done their homework and they really understand yeah. the character that they're playing, sometimes, and, and this is just a difference of, like, brains. This is just getting more people into the quote-unquote writing room even when yes. the writing room turns into set. Yeah. Like, and so sometimes when, a, when an actor has been able to ad lib the director and the writer like oh my god that's way better than what i even wrote and that's just a difference of like brains and that's just collaboration right there i believe that these actors could have made anything work because they are stellar yeah but i just think that sometimes when an actor brings themselves to the role and puts like that skin on yes it like it can create really wonderful things and i think that's what happened in this film
1: this is one of those things i think i absolutely agree with you because i think when it One of the things that I like to tell actors to do is black out the margins. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean take so many notes on your character Mm -hmm. and your other characters that are around you. You, It's not just you. You're not the only one here. You have to know who everyone (coughs) else is as much as you know who you are. Well,
0: yeah, you have to know your relationship with them. You have to do all of that work. And what happens is, I mean, once you do do that work, you have to show up to set – Knowing that you've done that work, but you can't show that work. That's yeah, kind of the have have, that's the nuance yeah. about acting is that you can't if, if you're showing that you've done the work, then it's just you haven't done enough work, if that makes sense. Exactly. You it has to just inherently be there. You have to just know in your bones what you're doing. Yeah. And that's how acting ends up looking effortless for some people because Absolutely. they just have internalized all of this stuff and they're not showing you that work that they've done they're just right. doing it yeah you know
1: well and it's funny too so one of the funny things just about labine and tudick is they they're veterans like alan tudick's been in front of a camera every 30 seconds for the last 20 25 years
0: and you can tell his his he's comfort just level a, yeah
1: he's just there's no uncomfortability on him ever
0: and he's so open. He, his, his physical comedy, his,
1: God, he's, he's such an underrated his actor. His vocal comedy, like mm-hmm. it's
0: just, his timing, all of that stuff is just incredible.
1: Yeah. I, I can't imagine the man has to do second takes.
0: Right. I'm sure he does them for For safety. an option. Yeah. To give, to give the editor yeah. an option. We'll do five takes.
1: Here's an, here's an option. Here's a take. Here's a safety.
0: But they're all probably pretty good.
1: Yeah. And they're working with two first-time screenwriters, one of whom is a first-time director, mm-hmm. and they're just going like, okay, well, uh, why?" What, he, he said that him and Alan were just like, what are we doing? Why, what is he doing? This doesn't make any sense. This can't be the way he wants me to do this. And at times uh, Tyler would say, are you sure you shot everything? Did you put the camera there and shoot that? And then in retrospect, when we watch the cut of the movie, he says that they were both okay, wow. He obviously knew what he was doing and they both apologized to him
0: for oh my being God.
1: just like, like little like stage moms. Yeah. To, to like, or like his little, his little, his little uncles just you're like, Hey, Hey buddy, you know, like we've done this a lot. We know kind of what needs to be done. Are you sure you got everything. We want to make sure this is good. We mm-hmm. want to help you do your work justice.
0: Which can, which can come off as like douchey. Oh, and, and, I'd kick and an actor off set for that and, bullshit. Yeah. And stepping over the line. But I guess maybe they just had that relationship I'm going to trust that maybe they had that relationship where they could be like, do you need anything? Yeah. Uh, we want this to be good. Like, I yeah. don't know. I would never I would never personally do that as an actor on set. I think that's a little but I don't know the relationship. so yeah. I can't judge.
1: The other thing I wanted to say is just how great and underrated Katrina Bowden is or Bowden. Sorry, I keep saying Bowden. Uh, Katrina Bowden yeah. is totally underrated as an actor. And I know I just went on a rant about JLo lo being un- underrated and underutilized as an actor. Mm-hmm. Until she shows the fuck up and does the goddamn job.
0: Oh, Hustlers is the best movie ever made.
1: She's good in the sales. She's good in the... Like, Selena is one of our favorite movies.
0: Oh, Selena. I want to watch it right now.
1: Um, <laughs> you got to go to work. I know. But she's one of those people who I think was a little betrayed by one of her roles and possibly by the person who wrote that role for her. Mm-hmm. But it's really weird to me because I've seen Katrina Bowden in a few things and she's always really done a great job. Mm-hmm. Is she the greatest actor in the world? No. Is she kind of overshadowed by people around her in this movie? Yes. But she's working with two like veteran actors and she was, what, 22 or something like that when she did this? Like She's barely been yeah. working. 30 Rock had only come out three years before that.
0: Well, she's one of those actors that it's like does what it says on the tin, but I think that she, I think that she, there's more to her than that. But as an actor, sometimes you have to start there. You have yeah. to start with like, does what it says on the tin to get credits, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of start branching out. And I would yeah. love to see her start to branch out.
1: I would too. And I think this was a branch out role. Yeah. Even though it was like, Hot Girl, it's she was- It's in the vein and of like, what
0: she Well, in like later seasons does. of
1: 30 Rock, Seri was- has some of my favorite jokes oh no
0: she was such a great addition to 30 rock
1: like I when love, she i
0: love that character yeah, when
1: she's having the fight with her fiance about she doesn't appreciate the ortho the greek orthodox's stance on human rights oh and uh the uh armenian genocide and she's just that's such a good fucking joke and it's so well delivered because she just plays straight so well, I
0: think she could age into what Laura Dern is doing right now, kind of like I could
1: see her in some Dern roles. I could see her just in some... to like kind
0: of branch out. It, it, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously she would play like a hot mom or a hot stepmom really well. Yeah. But I want to see her maybe with that like Laura Dern like like semi manic energy as a mom. Yeah, like I think that would be more fun and something different for her. And she has the chops. I'd
1: like to see if she has the range to pull some Jessica Lange shit. Why not? I want to see her be a villain. Yeah,
0: and that'd be dope. I want to
1: see her like play somewhat or be the heroine again. But like you know, I I, I want to see her with more meat to her roles. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen all of them. I know she's on the Bold and the Beautiful right now, which yeah. I you know I love a soap. But it's uh, I think I just would really like to see her more in this genre too. I think she's a great pick for a horror genre, and not mm-hmm. just as a scream queen. I could see her doing a lot of different things that I think would be really cool. Totally. Um, Absolutely. more risky movies.
0: I know and that kind of is just a theme, right? like yeah. for like for for women like let's we we get that there's like the trope of like you know the hot girl and like all of that oh. um, the bombshell but yeah. like yeah, I think that that's just definitely a theme in movies right now. We just need like let's just keep going pushing the pushing the envelope with uh, female roles. I think well, we need to start yeah. start that. Um, it's so
1: funny that I, well I, I say funny. There's been a lot of chatter about this. I've seen articles about it. I've seen people just discussing it like on Twitter and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But there's an interesting thing where risky movies get made and either the women in them who take on these risky roles, such as Jennifer Lopez, such as Katrina Bowden, Mm -hmm. if the movie is successful, they're praised for it Mm -hmm. and then not given that role again. If the movie flops, they're blamed for it and... Run, run through the mud and then they such as
0: women in all society yeah, yeah. We, damned if you do damned if you don't yeah and i'm not right? trying to be,
1: i'm not trying to be fake woke or v- virtue signal or anything like that here but it's an important discussion we need to have about film and how we talk about film because i really yeah. am sick and fucking tired of like losing out on a good portion of someone's acting career yeah i mean like katrina and i are the same age mm-hmm. thereabouts and like to have her not be in such these more meaty roles when she can clearly handle them, yeah. I'm fairly certain she could do this, no problem. Mm-hmm. If you can put Tyler, like again, I know that Labine and Tudyk are, are veterans. Yeah, but they brought her in, and apparently the, uh, she and Labine worked really, really well together, and like played their scenes by the book. And he said, you know, there wasn't a lot of ad libbing; they were just like wanted to play these intimate, quiet, sweet moments by the book, like how that as written, right? And He said that she was amazing there. She was super comfortable. She was just like, they just worked together. Yeah. They just knew how to act together. And that speaks volumes of an actor. Mm -hmm. Someone who can just come in and be like, come into a set where there has been a lot of rewrites and ad-libbing or like ad-libbed rewrites Mm -hmm. ahead of film or ahead of uh, uh, filming and then say, okay, but we're doing this one differently. Great. Cool. Let's do that. Yeah. And to be in back and forth in all of those scenes, like she's in the ad-libbed scenes, or the rewritten scenes, but she's also in the originals. Yeah. And she's able to just like play all through that. And I think that's very, very smart. Yeah. And that shows someone who's aware of what the project is. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's honestly the thing I want most out of any actor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. And it is that it's, it's such an unfortunate thing, but it's also like, you know like we like we say art reflects life life reflects art like that all yeah. of that like the the way that women are treated in the film industry is all is a shame in the same way that the way that women are treated in society is a shame.
1: Yeah. At least we got Harvey Weinstein in jail finally.
0: Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Bye bitch. Mm-hmm. Um and like Suffer. Yeah. So I I definitely agree that that is an issue where yeah, if 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 a risky movie does really well then like you get no credit.
1: Yeah. You get like a nice you, nod. You get a Maybe nice a nod. Actor but if it's really bad nod. then you're
0: kind of like shunned or whatever. Yeah. It's your and it's your fault. Right. That it's bad like and everyone loves to blame a female lead. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves to blame a female lead for a movie being bad and it's like there's so like it takes a village and <laughs> a movie can fail for so many reasons. Yeah. Like it's not it just sucks. Yeah, because nice. if uh, like if Tom Cruise or like Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt are in a terrible movie, people just say that was a terrible movie, and then they move on.
1: Minority but, Report is a god awful movie. Most Tom Cruise movies are bad.
0: Yeah, not a fan. But if if like you know Nicole Kidman or I, I just thought about that because of Tom Cruise.
1: <laughs> but, well, because she was an eyes wide shut, and luckily it didn't ruin her career. But she wasn't right. working immediately after that.
0: It's like it's like female. Uh, female actors come up in the reviews of, of of the critiques of quote unquote terrible movies, and men don't really.
1: Yeah, you rarely see a man get lambasted for a role that was in a bad that was a bad movie. Like, I don't think anybody blames Tom Cruise's if anything. If there's acting. a female
0: co star, they they go straight to her. Yeah. In these like bad reviews, and you're what? just like, well, Leave what she was she was in a third of the film. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> But, it's yeah. Just, yeah.
1: And then it, it, I, I think that there's a certain thing about risky movies that I, it's just, it's it's interesting. It's nice when they pay off, though, like with Marissa Tomei.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: my cousin Vinny paid off for her, I think.
0: And thank God we have her. God. Yeah. Love Marissa Tomei
1: and her butt.
0: And her butt. Oh my god. god we are
1: watching. Spider-Man don't separate apartments and texting each other. Oh my gosh. Oh.
0: Oh, what brand of jeans are though? Like honestly, like I I want to get my hands on on those jeans that she wears in that movie because mm-hmm. <laughs> god, I think
1: that's it. We're we're well we're well far afield now.
0: Yeah. Talking about Marissa Tomei's butt.
1: <laughs> it comes up in every conversation. It's a natural progression.
0: Well, and let's just say like. She's my favorite Aunt May, not just because of her butt. She plays that role incredibly. Oh, she kills it. She's very good in that She role. kills it. She's like... Yeah. But anyway, now we're talking about Spider-Man. No, uh, we're done. I we're just, done. I just didn't want to end it on talking about a female's butt in a movie.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to cut that. So it's okay. Okay, great. Yeah.
0: Um. So, yeah, you guys know where to find us by now. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We've got our own website. You can, you know... Find us on there. I'm not. I'm not going to say it every episode. You can find us. Um, I
1: will. It's horror babes or horror babes pod or horror babes podcast.
0: Shocking! What a different title. <laughs> Eat my butt. <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: Look, I've had a doozy of a day.
0: Oh, a doozy of a day. i
1: Am I going to have a toozy for a day? That's Ooh, a poop joke.
0: That is a poop joke. And on that note, bye, bye babes.